संदीप का नोवार तो लॉन्ग गेम तो मतलब वो थ्री तो वो लिखा था उसने वॉल पे कि ये बारह साल बाद की कैंप में नोबडी कैन प्ले दिस लॉन्ग गेम कि आज 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 गलत डिसीजन आई एम ओके विद इट क्योंकि पंद्रह साल बाद मुझे ये Hey listener and welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time your one stop shop for everything on Indian football. Well we are back and we have someone new joining us this time round Akash Sharma. Hey Akash and welcome to the show. Hey hi guys. Hi man how's it been you been in Delhi it's cold how's the weather treating you? Yeah it's been cold i haven't left my room for ages. Yeah that's the pandemic and not the winter. Yeah, a bit of both. I haven't seen the sun, <laughs> and even if you see the sun here, it doesn't matter because you're still freezing. Absolutely, absolutely. And another person who's somewhat freezing, I would is Sandeep, who joins us from Bangalore. Hey, Sandeep. Hi, hi. Yeah, I'm not freezing, dude. It's uh, raining now, so I just got drenched coming back from work. That's, uh, yeah. Just Bangalore things. Yeah, yeah, just randomly decided to rain today. Well, as and the fourth member. Of today's panel is Shlok who joins us for Bombay. Where it's not raining, is it not? It's not winter. It's just uh, Bombay, right? Just Bombay, twenty degrees Celsius standard, <laughs> temperate stuff, you know. Twenty well, degrees Celsius, comfortable. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, things are not that same for Bengaluru FC. Sandeep, coming to you first with the big news: Carlos Kudrat has mutually decided to part ways with Bengaluru FC. Well, I remember well. You were the one who said that. they would stick with him till the end of the season before letting him go but that's not the case right no obviously a uh, bit of a surprise but then again it's not really surprising right the timing is surprising but the fact that he is leaving is not surprising because we have discussed here a few times that uh, probably that team was regressing a little bit in the last couple of years uh, relying too much on set pieces whatever worked for him was the defense and this time that defense is also gone uh, they are conceding goals they lost uh, yesterday just before it it's like uh, carles has done this before but yesterday he complained about you know the fact that the club decided to let go of ishu and mm-hmm. seran and decided to, you know before to let go of niku before he was not happy he complained last year also and uh, again this year so uh, yeah tough for him but uh, not completely unexpected to be fair they've been quite bad well akash your thoughts on this carles parting ways with uh, bengaluru fc you saw this coming um no i did not see this coming i did see it coming later in the season uh it is probably uh, the right step to do unless and until they really don't have a backup plan which is a which will be a bit stupid of bfc and very unlike them not to plan this uh but this this was a set of players that were completely underutilized in this setup and uh, even since last season uh, bengaluru fc were pretty mechanical functional to watch and this even this season they they've regressed even their defensive solidity that is what they were banking on last season has left them completely and that is probably what carles was always the mo- most worried about and that's why he keeps bringing it up that bengaluru fc changed the defense that is what he was relying on uh, he keeps on saying that bengaluru fc had the best defense last season they had quite quite by, by far i think i remember correctly but also only northeast united and hyderabad scored less number of goals last season right so, so on the attacking front uh, it's it's a bit of a problem for carlos and uh, and bfc i think have the have the players to play a better style of play 
and a better and a more threatening style of play well uh, shlok this team looked clueless uh, to say the least right so far in the competition yes a few results have gone their way but not the bfc that we have been used to seeing uh, in the isl and also previously in the i league yeah definitely i mean they just looked like a shell of the side they usually are in the isl yesterday and um, you know just about quadrat sacking um, i i think most people would agree with me here when i say that this was probably his terminal season with bfc like either it was going to be him making the top 4 and leaving in the end or maybe him not doing as well and leaving towards the later stages of the season i think bfc has just gone ahead and said you know let's 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 get the process for the transition like so they're in transition now they would want like a good manager to take over as early as possible so next season doesn't suffer as well this season whatever happens happens but then you know at least they'll they'll build on So they have some some time to build a proper squad going into next season or even toward the later stages of this season plus they have the transfer window on their side now right sandeep uh, building on from here naushad musa is the first one taking the hot seat uh, you seen his beat in the the bfc reserves side play in the bdp league and also a few competitions in bangalore and other places uh, what do you make of him as a coach well uh, he's pretty much what you would expect from them because he also plays a very utilitarian style of football um what i would say is probably what happens is that uh, the reason why carles didn't rotate too much or he just stuck with the players that he knew didn't really put so much faith in the youngsters that might change because musa knows the b team players right. he knows leon agustin well he knows nandam butia well he knows roshan all these players very well so probably they might get a look in and it's about time right like how long is this rahul beke as a left back right back center back experiment going to go on at some point you have to get a proper left back in place because right. whatever said and done issue was a left back right that was a favorite position and you have a you know what is his name biswadarji uh, who can play left back uh, ajit kumar who is signed for so much money and have not used and if you say that he doesn't know the way bfc defend i don't know what that means to be completely honest because it's not like they press that high or or if they do press that high they don't do that much they don't do it for that long and pratik chaudhry carles himself said yesterday that he was not happy with the way he was defending uh, in the uh, pratik chaudhry signing came as a surprise to me to be very frank yeah to bfc came as a surprise to me really yeah. i don't I, i didn't expect it but uh, nothing really surprised me because the next coach coming in has got so much work to do right because he has to take care of the fact that this team is underachieving and right. he has to fix the fact that uh, there are older players who needs to be shown the door and big names who right. needs to be shown the door because they are getting older or even someone like udanta at some point you have to cut your losses correct they have held him 6 7 years helped him do a lot of things but at the end of the day he is not uh, going to the level that he used to be unless the new coach coming in manages to galvanize him back to five goals and five assists that he has done before okay. and at some point you have to you know Uh, cut your losses, change the players, and uh, there is this big thing of Sunil Chetri as well, who's a absolute uh, massive uh, icon for that club. And at some point, you have to look at a succession plan. Correct. So uh, all this thing comes on him. Then he has to recruit well, because Dimas probably may not go for another season. Mm-hmm. And then you have to look at the next midfielder. That two strikers are absolutely uh, quite useless, I can say right now. Because Opset was completely invisible, and Dishan Brown, who got one chance, smashed it to orbit somewhere. So uh, you know they have to fix all these recruitment and all this. So they need a lot of help from the management also. Right. So uh, this season to change 
if moussa manages to change it it will be crazy Correct. but uh, i am going to throw a more crazier thing here like bfc like to be the uh, you know the vanguard of indian football in so many things right like first to be in the afc cup final mm-hmm. the, they won the league in the first season so give a chance to the first uh, indian coach i throw my hat in for pradyum reddy because obviously i like him and i think he's a coach who deserves a chance as well mm-hmm. be the first team to give an indian coach a chance to like come on let's do this I'll let Akash uh, answer that question. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. I, I know what football is. I don't know what uh, you're playing football. No, look. Look, 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 the thing about Bangalore FC is they've just been, they've stood still for two years. It almost Correct. feels like that. If you think about when they came into ISL, they basically walked through the league. They lost mm-hmm. the final. Albert Roca's team lost the final, which was also surprising. They just lost mm-hmm. it that day at the Kantirva Stadium. Right. But they walked the league very easily, right? And right. and this is when when they came from the I League, uh, when they finished fourth in the I League the previous season, they came to ISL. They walked the league primarily, I think, also because we have to keep in mind that other teams weren't good enough then. Correct. Uh, and this was also the season. I think this was the season when there was a draft held. So every mm-hmm. every almost every team had a new squad, right? So right. so. Roka's team lost the final. Then next next uh, next year, Carlos's team again cruised through the league stages, even though they finished joint top, I think points. But they rested the players in the second half half of the season. Right. We took it lightly that we are going to rest players because we don't want to afford, we we can't afford right. losing another final after topping the league. Hmm. And they won the league. Now what happened is I think over the last two seasons, uh, ATK uh, ATK slash ATK Mohan Bagan have developed a very competitive squad, uh, and BFC have stood still. Uh, now mumbai city have developed a very competitive squad mm. and bfc have again stood still they haven't really they haven't really gone to the next level they have the same they have the same set of players parthulu and delgado have been there for ages wanan has been there for ages your bheke khabra chetri udanta everybody has been there for ages right they 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 not replaced miku uh, clayton is pretty good but still the attack is lacking because now udanta has regressed and ashik mm. has been injured but they haven't really gone to the next level whereas an atk mohan bagan and a mumbai city have gone to the next level so right, right. now you're actually so carlos is right in that sense that it, it's between the two of them and they are not they 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 are, they'll be chasing a playoff spot and i think it 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 uh, rubbed the bfc hierarchy the wrong way when carlos basically in the last press conference conceded it that right. he's not going to be top 2 let's challenge for the uh, rest of the places Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's almost like so so he's he was indirectly blaming the recruitment and i have to say the club hasn't gone to the next level i right. i don't know why maybe they were just relying too much on their senior indian national players national right. team people. well and akash when you say about uh, the club not going to the next le- next level and not signing the players the kind of signings that we've seen other teams in the isl do and that makes complete sense because you they haven't replaced someone like a miku and even in the past their foreign striker options have not been very convincing you had a shawn rooney at the start of when bfc started then you had a miko after a few years then after that no one and in the middle there was no one right sandeep no no there wasn't i actually uh, let me i'm just checking something 
Mm-hmm. In terms of the recruitment, I'll just uh, come back and Slok will answer this question in that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Slok, what about the recruitment? That the BFC recruitment, it's always it always looks really good on paper because the, the mm-hmm. way they sell, sell their players even before the seasons begin, and even like if the players live up to half of the expectations that's built up, it's enough for them because the team does really well, and there is always a silverware that they end up with. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean their recruitment has been that good, and that has mm-hmm. shown the last two seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Again, just as Akar said, the squad is stood still in terms of uh, replacing the voids that they have had. I'm not going to say created because I mean Miko leaving or even injuries are unpredictable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that someone like ATK MB or Mumbai, they see someone like Udanta regressing for a year. They say, okay, fine, let's get someone in who can compete with him toe to toe at least. You know, then if he doesn't, you know, pick himself up, we have some player at least who can perform on a consistent basis. So, just that way. The whole Pratik transfer surprised me because there was no proper foreign centre-back to, you know, succeed him. I thought Pratik's going to be a backup. Mm-hmm. And he's starting and that's very sketchy because he played for a defence last season, which was so porous, partly right. because of him. He's not, he's not really a great starter. He's a good backup, but... Putting him in that position, then the whole you know left foot, uh, right footed left back thing, so it just makes you ask a lot of questions as to even with their signings, what are they exactly trying to do? What is the system they're trying to create? You know, sometimes you see that they lack in creativity. You know, by not having enough creative, like you know, Chetri isn't that creative. Then the striker isn't that creative. It's mostly Clayton trying to provide that final pass. Dima sometimes, um, defense is in disarray. So. Just really, what are the transfers going on? And even they weren't una- uh, they weren't able to offload Deshaun Brown. So he was I signed feel... on a year and a half contract last year. Yeah, exactly. Very so surprising, right? Yeah, and it, like so they managed. So they wanted to let go of Rafael Augusto and Deshaun Brown. They could do Rafael Augusto, but not Brown. And on top of that, they signed Opseth, which is like really, really weird. He's really upsetting. Yeah. yeah, so this is the thing I was looking at. Okay, well, a lot of questions, Sadeep, come with your answers now. So, so since Carles has come, I'm uh, not you putting some of the ones who have come during Roca's time. Since mm-hmm. Carles has come, he has uh, recruited Luisima, Lili, Pedromo, Freiter, Brown, Ashik, Augusto, Clayton, Upset, Chencho, Anu. Maybe you can even put Keen Lewis in that uh, list. Right. None of them have been successful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where is it going wrong? Like, Ashish has played a lot, but he's predominantly played as a left back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where do you draw the line? Like, who's making these decisions? Augusto, the last time Augusto played well for Chennai was ages ago, before he had that knee injury. And he came yeah. and got another knee injury. So, uh, are they looking at the medicals and are they doing proper scouting? How are they going around trying to, you know, sign players? So, that uh, is something that uh, probably the club as a whole has to look into. Honestly, I feel like there's a 50-50 situation here. So there's one aspect of it, which is the tactical side, the vision that Carlos has with his system and the players that he wants. And the other aspect of it is the recruitment side, what the club allows and all. I think both of them are flawed because if it was just recruitment, maybe there would be a few lesser types of strikers which would go bad, you know. So you, you're like you're signing a striker like on who's quality, but he's not fitting in the system. You know, the system doesn't favor him. so And that's going for like almost every player that has been signed. So there has to be a question, which is, what is the system? What do you expect out of the players? What kind of players do you want? So I feel that the management may have lost patience in that sense also, that if you're giving you this much money and you're still not getting out of 
getting the best out of Ashik and you know they saw in Freiter and Nelly in the middle of last season. So they're definitely putting in more money. So what's really happening when we're giving you that much backing? I think that's a question they wanted answers to, and it just wasn't there. Well, Akash, these are big questions that uh, the management also needs to answer. But what about Nawaz Musa? He's he's walked into a situation where things doesn't look that good, and he he has a set of players that he has to play with and try to uh, change things for BFC and help them make the playoffs at least. How difficult a job do you see this? Um, I think um, it's going to be difficult. I think uh, it depends on the relationships. I think in a very in a in the similar way where uh, FC Goa were operating with mm-hmm. Sergio Lobera and his uh, foreigners, right. basically, basically a lot of the voices coming in from the club was that the foreigners, foreign players, take the lead in terms mm-hmm. of uh, the style of play and everything. And that's that's the same thing that BFC is going to go go ahead with. I mean, Nasir Musa is not going to change a lot of things. And I still think even if even if Carlos has been sacked, I think if if he continued, BFC would have finished third. That's okay. the that's the interesting part of this. That that BFC probably still would have finished third, even if mm-hmm. even with a very weird season thus far. Uh, a lot of matches in which they've they've struggled. Uh, Goa and NUFC have come from behind. Uh, they were dominated by Hyderabad with two foreigners less. Right. And Khan even when scored two goals in that match. Yeah, and even even while while chasing a game against Mohan Bagan, they were they were struggling. I don't think they had a shot while chasing a game against Mohan Bagan the entire second half. But even 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 with this sort of style of play, I think BFC uh, would have finished third, and it's a bit of a risk because I think third is also giving us giving BFC an AFC spot, right? Is that correct? If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Anna, yeah. so so there. No, this I is think a, no second, 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 right? Yeah. Now that Bagan and uh, those teams are not there, then I-League is not important to AFF anymore. So, third is going to be that correct. <laughs> no, but I-League, I, oh, I think I-League topper still gets it. Haan, AFC playoff to I-League topper. Ko milta hai, hmm. so third, third position I, is... Mark, uh, bookmark this, okay. Second, we'll second. I thought Fair. finalist who... See, there's no point in bookmarking this because AFF changes things according to their whims and runs. <laughs> yeah, the finalist gets one, the league topper gets Champions League and the third place team generally goes... Mm. Which what should have been for I-League? Uh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. ISL. Let's go with BFC. For sure, that, okay. For a- sure. AFC sort. They'll say all this in the end, there's only one mail will come. This team uh-huh. has been selected. <laughs> <laughs> No, it actually. I think it. I think it matters. If if uh, third position was not going to AFC, which is very bad on all all of us that uh, we don't know this. None of us know this. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think. Hey, I man, think... AFF doesn't know this, man. Like we shouldn't be. Uh, too no, I think the I League winner. I League winner gets us. Gets still gets a spot. Uh, but last time it was merged. Uh, it was. It was. It went to an ISL side because the two two clubs merged. I think we should just Google it. <laughs> no, no, they the the second 100%. division is getting a spot. Like, would you give a championship <laughs> club a Champions League spot? No, right? No, they'll make sure that right. it goes to the... Yeah, uh, like, it's going to go to some ISL club only, I think. Akash, your thought. Akash has lost his train of thought. He's in Google. <laughs> but I, I'll say, while he searches for this in Google, uh-huh. the... One interesting thing that Akash brought up is what uh, Goa has done, who lost their coach and their top foreigners. Mm-hmm. What they have gone and done is do meticulous research and find the right players. Not a single player that whoever recruited you can look and say he's a failure. 
Right. the Indian boys also. Look at Romaria who's made an amazing impact. They mm-hmm. brought in Xavier Gama who's playing consistently now. Sanson is playing consistently now. Ishan Pandita. I'm not going to talk about him. One goal does not change my uh, opinion. But ne- nevertheless, what they're doing is that's a club that is run well. They got right. the right coach. They got the right recruitment. And this is a recruitment for the Champions League. Right. And uh, whatever fin- happens, even if Goa doesn't finish in top four, because it's going to be one of those leagues this year where all the uh, three to eight that anyone can yeah. win because none yeah. of them are really consistent. Right. So, uh, even if they don't get it, you can see there is progression in the way they play. And like today, for example, East Bengal scored through that uh, absolutely outstanding individual effort from that yeah. uh, new signing right. pride. Right. So, you know, but they can BFC do this, replicate it because they were so good at it because they had such a good core for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And Ashley had done such a good job in converting these Indian players into international level players. Right. For the national team. And they had that core who went on for a few years. Now, Reno Anto is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eugene Sen is gone. Now Sunil is there. Udanta is there. Gurpreet is someone who has been brought in later on, but he's there. Mm-hmm. Amrinder, who was such a big part of their AFC Cup run, I don't get why nobody gives him as much as rating as Gurpreet, but he's absolutely brilliant. All these guys are slowly, slowly going away, or the ones who are there are aging. So they need to get the next round of uh, youngsters to come through. And uh, have yeah. they waited a bit too long? Because at the end of last season, this looked like the time that BFC would start that transition and you would see a lot of changes happen in the squad. But coming into the season, you didn't see that happen, Shlok. Uh Yeah, I feel that they did wait a bit too long. Um, I can see that they tried to sign Ashik and, you know, they were trying to get this thing going where they try to energize the club with some young signings. Maybe give them a year or two before they have to axe out the older players. I think uh, with Moirang and Zohar Liana, that's kind of what they're building on this year as well. But it's it's always difficult, you know, because you you, you can't bench people like Chaitri and Gurpreet. You know, Gurpreet, again, he's someone who... He's not going to get benched, but like Udanta or some, you know, big players who have performed in the past. It's it's a tough decision to just bench them and put on like an 18, 19-year-old out and say, you know, maybe he's going to perform. It's... so So, again, I feel like it's not wrong of them for to wait this long. It's there is logic in it, but it's not gone their way, unfortunately. Well, Akarsh is the third team in ISL getting the AFC Cup. Still haven't been able to find it. <laughs> yeah, that's Indian football. All, all the results of, are of this season, which you know for the round twenty-one AFC Cup, not too correct. Long. Yeah, they uh, won't announce us now. They'll give that uh, carrot for I League until they take that. So carrot. let's go with that. Uh, let's go with the th- this thing that the third third team in the ISL League table will get their AFC slot. Go on, Akars. So so I was basically making a point that it's it's a huge risk that Bengaluru FC have taken by sacking Carlos mid-season because they might mm-hmm. even lose the third spot because Carlos would have got them the third spot. Right. Basically, he would have. He would have uh, patched up something or the other, got eked out, eked out the results. Somehow the somehow the other, the other sides are not good enough to actually get those results ahead of BFC. So that is that is what has been surprising. And um, now now, Noshad Musa is in a place where he can't really change much. He mm-hmm. has to stick to what what he has. Uh, and I think I think we're not going to see a different BFC unless unless he takes a bit bit of risks mm-hmm. unless he introduces a couple of fresh faces uh, but but largely right now i think teams teams know how to get to bfc uh, they know how how bfc plays right and 
easy to stop them and it's easy right. to counter them as well well last aspect of this carless parting ways with bfc guys uh, naushad mudar yes but like sandeep mentioned could we see bfc name of uh, indian head coach pradyum let's go for this man let's go for this uh, campaigning for this yeah pradyum pradyum someone that sandeep says but apart from him uh, are there worthy contenders uh, among the indian coaches to take over the role that carless has left now shlok dude i'm the wrong person to ask because i don't know many indian coaches to be fair but um No, I mean there are those ones with the pro licenses, right? I think that's like mm-hmm. around ten or so, maybe more. So there are quite a quite quite a number of them, but uh, probably more. Yeah. The question depends on how how they have performed in the right. Party. Exactly. Yeah. So again, it's like if if they're going to give the freedom to the coach and give him time to build a squad because this is a process that's going to take quite a bit of time, maybe two years as well to get them back to that top of the table kind of side that they want to be. only then should they actually campaign for a coach who's going to stay for long term or else as sandeep said just make them an interim coach keep the ship steady till they figure out a foreign recruitment and then bring that person in there's no point in like just bringing an indian coach hyping him up and then you know not giving him the freedom or the budget that he wants right like interim coach ki baat hai to naushad muda is not not a bad option there sandeep yeah till the end of the season sure uh, yeah Why but not? Beyond that, uh, how do you see Pradyum if Pradyum ends up taking this role? How do you see him uh, go about his uh, business here? Because uh, a lot of things in Indian football also depends on the kind of foreigners the team uh, team signs. See, like uh, Slok said, it'll it's a two-three year process. We have to give him that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, more importantly, even like while I say Pradyum, there are others also. Like if you look at the I League history. Mm-hmm. the people who won it the most armando colasso sanjay sen twice uh, the fait aizol khalid jamil khalid so the number of yes, times so foreigner, won, won, yeah won so it. the number of times a foreigner has won it i think indians have won it more than foreigners mm-hmm. so um, in i am not sure about the number but i think it's one more if you can uh, add the first division second division everything together mm-hmm. so they have been quite successful in india with with the indian players so so if you get it like pradyum got traced of it with uh, pune but again that was like the second half of season he was sort of like in the yeah. role from td to mm-hmm. this one so um, do you need to find a coach i think the biggest advantage would be the knowledge that these yeah, yeah, yeah. come with for indian player especially going into next season when there is only going to be four four foreigners mm-hmm. so every team will have to lose one guy for sure and then concept probably get a one or two indian players more into the squad so how do you go about recruiting a foreigner will come and you will put a indian guy as assistant to him why not get two indians who really really know what is happening what is happening in the major premier league and knows the history of players uh, who's going to sign where and uh, what kind of an a character are they because the biggest asset to bfc is that uh, their mentality is always been champion mentality that's its cal championship caliber mentality fight 90 minutes nothing's too impossible rise to challenges all those kind of things and that comes through the and mainly comes through the indians that was there in that team that sunil and uh, eugene before gurpreet now even khabra for that matter who fights for the entire 90 minutes so you need that you need and to khabra literally that. fights yeah but <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like that's his role in the team. He's the supporting guy. But yeah, but he, so you need those that pe- bunch of people who like goes around punching people. 
ஒரு <laughs> 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 11 players to national team 22 indian players now yeah. start the one coach correct tall claims a lot of expectations we'll have to wait and watch how bfc goes about its business but one team that hasn't changed in this new year is uh, mohan bagan etk mohan bagan however you call it can i can i make one point sorry can i make one point okay akash go ahead one last point uh, first i i i, I cracked google so i league when i done <laughs> special dispensation for 3 years okay so essentially i think when bengaluru fc are looking towards a long term that if they ah. look at the top two spots then might as well uh, start start a new uh, mm. the other thing is it's a pandemic season and mm-hmm. unless unless there is a coach in the bubble itself they'll have to go through quarantine period for 14 okay. days so Very let's good. say even even if bengaluru fc decides to fi- find a new foreign coach in a pandemic and if they if the uh, if the coach joins by january th- last week or third week and uh, they're probably going to take the team over from february yeah. so so think uh, maybe they are maybe they are setting up for the afc tournament rather than the isl itself mm-hmm. i don't know what the thought process is it seems to be a seems to be a very uh, not not an impulsive but a very f- fast trigger decision that has been taken at bengaluru fc so let's see how it goes let's see how it goes but coming to mohan bagan now guys i'm excited about this new year same old team 2-0 win over uh, North East United. Did you, did you just say? Did you just say Mohan Bagan and excitement in the same sentence? I just Devan, did. I, Mohan Bagan is the. Mohan Bagan, joy, joy, Mohan Bagan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A 2-0 win over North East United. Akash, let's start with you this time round. No, Roy Krishna scoring again. Is that a surprise anymore? No, the surprise was uh, camera losing him on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, imagine if, imagine if that was an Indian player. and i think i think the broadcasters and the commentators would have you can say paul mayfield man it's okay <laughs> <laughs> paul mayfield was paul mayfield of course would have been right right ahead of everybody in doing that uh but um, yeah no surprises it's it was the same old uh, format for uh, mohan bagan uh very very tight but it was an interesting strategy to play prabhi right wing um, and uh, go with the 433 i think it was and in general they they seem to they seem to have um, progressed very well habas has been true to his words initially he was very defensive and he used to get uh, very uh, defensive in his press conferences when anybody would ask that are you too defensive so he would always say this is i have not got enough time to train to a new style with this set of players and then gradually he's progressed he's he's actually moved from three at the back to four at the back and a 4141 and a 433 and adapted to different teams and pressed pressed teams like goa so it's it's been a it's been a it's been more than just a, a very boring defensive style mm-hmm. uh, but i still i still can't stand it <laughs> <laughs> very pragmatic okay but shlok this really sets up nicely sets up the next match right mohan bagan versus mumbai city fc yeah very much so and then you know you have like these small facts like you know no jahu for mumbai this because jahu like was that. being jahu <laughs> You knew he was getting sent off at right? the moment right. he got the yellow card. Yeah. You knew, right? I have a very controversial take on that, but like, 
not sure if right now is the right time to say it. Because uh, they were trying to get him sent off. Is that the controversial thing? No, 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 no. Uh, it's a, co- a controversial take on the <laughs> coming match. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Put so, the controversial uh, take. Yeah, yeah, so I have a feeling we would be better off without Jaho in that game. Okay. So you don't pass around in the, final, in the last turn. Yeah, so he's not the most mobile defender, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a mobile midfielder. I would rather have like Raul and Rainier and then play a foreigner on the wing like Sai Godard or someone. Because uh, what I've seen from Monbagan is that they, they're going to man-mark your midfield. So either Jao is going to go back into our defensive third to get possession. And then we have to break down a low block and pass on the wings. And they're going to give us a 2v1 there because they'll have their fullback and their midfielder. Or else he will have to shake off his marker, which is tough because there's like Carl McHugh and whatnot. He's not the quickest player in that sense. You know, he's good with his turns, but he's not very quick. So I have a feeling Rainier might be better in that sense, who can kind of break through the midfield instead of just passing. No, the, the last time, sorry, the last time um, Jahu missed a game, hmm. I think Santana played in he his did, position. Yeah. yeah. So you're not expecting that to happen? Because I don't feel that we need as much defensive solidity in this much. You know, ATKMB is not going to push as many men forward as... Or they forward. press at the front three, no? They press very well with the front three. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they sit, sometimes they press. It's it's hard to tell. Hmm. Like, I, I because no, if Santana is playing in the back line, I feel that progression is not that much of a problem anyway because he's going to get the ball. Okay. Yeah, okay. and then Rainier, in general, is someone who can progress the ball because he's good at dribbling, he's good at passing. Less press resistant than Jahu and all, but still, it's something I would want to see. Just well, we interesting. Can that, yeah. We can hope that Lobera is listening to everything <coughs> you're saying right now and can see that, that in future. But uh, New Year saw East Bengal win their first match, guys, uh, Sandeep, and then today they ended up drawing the second one. They had a red card though today, right? I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't see today's game because I was uh-huh. a little bit busy. Uh, I don't think... Win over Odisha. Yeah, it's against Odisha. Why do people keep forgetting this? It's like, uh, they didn't beat... You know, East Bengal who won a match. <laughs> ah, sure, but this is the same. Like, this is all in the... People have to look at it in context. Like, they beat the worst team. Even there, they conceded one goal. Correct. And I think Odisha probably could have scored more if they were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, they they won. Won. That is true. Actually, Odisha had uh, the most number of shots for, an, uh, for any team, I think, in that game. Which is extraordinary for East Bengal to sort of still win pre-1. Yeah. Tells yeah. you a lot about Odisha and their, their problems. In finishing. <laughs> yeah. Akash is uh, Odisha. Akash like, should talk about East Bengal. He's the guy. He's the guy. I'm like, Bagan guy. Like, I'm like, that team is amazing to watch. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, strangle you and then score one goal. Like, I, can, I, can talk about, I can talk about Odisha. Uh, that's what I said. Akash's favorite team, Odisha. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a, it's I love a, Odisha too. It's Great a walking, running, walking, running tourism project. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, they, have a, they have the tourism sponsors in the name itself. But maybe the state, the state name is, is enough in themselves. But... Um, yeah, East Bengal, East Bengal, uh, you have to give credit to them still. Uh, they've, they've generally progressed game on game decently well. And uh, even today, uh, I thought I thought Fowler did not have in him to sort of go and play on a counter, counter-attacking strategy against a Goa. Because that that wasn't that wasn't very visible in his previous matches, uh, which was which was a welcome change, which was, which was an intelligent change. Which means he's he's not just there for a 
sort of his imposing his style of play or something like that or or a template where he's very rigid so he he did he did well and i think east bengal uh, was very competitive and they took the lead and obviously as is east bengal's luck these days 30 seconds later they conceded and they just uh, conceded yeah but, but that's goa also right they keep chasing the game until no, like a lot of decisions went against east bengal today like but like if you know how do i put it man like the camera angle we got is not like a red card offense but the way that the referee saw it with that angle and you see starts up going in i don't mm-hmm. think he entirely saw fox getting the ball either so maybe got the ball and then yeah, follow through to, uh, took the player out yeah he was two footed off the ground was it it, it looked he like was. a dangerous tackle from what i saw yeah like not yeah. dangerous like he he didn't have any control of what he was mm-hmm. doing like yeah yeah So and even the Eugene red card looked like a red card. I don't know why the so Eugene red card looked like a red card. Yes, yeah. just like two fouls. Yeah, that's my Eugene red card is my example of why uh, referees will always be thrown under the bus. It doesn't matter if you get VAR. Even after replays, if you are if you are still arguing that Eugene red yeah. card is not a red card, then there is no point of VAR. Yeah. It's not But VAR VAR is not a solution. Like one, you can't afford it. Two, yeah. it's pointless in India. Yeah, like implementation is still going to be a problem. But I have always had this thing. Okay, like I'm going on a philosophical rant now. So you want technology? So no, I don't want technology. Football, the whole point. Like I'm a Chelsea fan, right? I felt so hard uh, annoyed when Barcelona failed, did three handballs and one foul and shit in the box in the Champions League final, and we lost that game because Iniesta scored a world at the end. And then to wait all those years later and go to uh, camp now and beat them by defending for 95 minutes. it makes me feel good and it's fair right sometimes the life is like you have the thing you can do sometimes the day is just bad the defender has a bad day referee has a bad day somebody has a bad day you sort of cop the consequences well, i think it's okay if it's someone like a kolmoto shri krishnan your bad days are more than your good days he had a good game yesterday except for that penalty decision not not just the penalty decision there were other decisions like which which were very questionable and this is it's not just this match uh Sorry for sing- singling him out, but the matches that I've seen him officiate, there have been a lot of questionable decisions that he scored. Okay, pay him more and give him more training, then he'll do better. But that's something AF is supposed to do. Ah, so then we can't sit and bitch about it because you know obviously they are not looking after the referees. Well, we are not bitching about it. We are going into a break right now, and we'll be back because there are four more teams that we need to talk about. Okay, yeah. so go on and come back pretty soon. Hey listener and welcome back to Injury Time your one stop shop for everything on Indian football. We continue on with Chennai FC first up two matches for them in the new year so far first a 4-1 loss to Hyderabad and then a goalless draw against Mohan Bagan. That Hyderabad uh, game guys it was a delight to watch Akash isn't it? If you are not a Chennai FC fan of course. Oh yeah. Otherwise otherwise yeah it, it just uh, exposed Chennai's dependency on Kribalaro. he was injured he was out and uh, when chennai moved forward they really didn't have anything anybody to sort of be creative and hold the ball or pose a threat and they got badly exposed at the back 
that's that's pretty much it otherwise otherwise um, basically it, it was also against chennai and was also against we playing against a team which was very chennai in, it, in itself hyderabad is one, one of those who who still go for goals who's who lead but yeah. they they'll still counter with great enthusiasm and they, they basically did what chennai doesn't do in other games is basically they finished off their chances correct and chennai's template hasn't changed it's, it's amazing your your coach has changed <laughs> but it seems to be the same thing he season on season last time walski's uh, clicked in the second half of the season i can't see yakub clicking the same way uh, although yakub does well in 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 contributing elsewhere in mm-hmm. setting up and creating chances but it's it's a very weird thing you can't even blame a coach for chennai and fc because they are creating chances they are having fun they are they are I mean, they're they one of the everything, best. but just not scoring goals. Yeah, they were yeah. the best teams to watch. Even against Mohan Bagan, ATK Mohan Bagan, they were the better side, and they finished nil nil. It's 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 a very curious thing, and I I think from an Indian football standpoint, also they do really well. The <laughs> amount of chances they the amount of chances they give to young players or they're developing right. young. Players. It's it's just very weird. It's uh, it's very inexplicable inexplicable the way. Chennai is where it is at at this point in the table and with the number of points and with the goals they've scored it's 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 less than the number of games they've played it's extraordinary right sandeep in, in the past uh, something that we always banged upon is uh, chennai improving with the season because since uh, they have a new setup with a new coach and a few new players uh, a team that uh, we have always discussed about going against the tide going to west asia getting players from Cent- central asia rather than go a spanish and australian uh do you, do you still hold on to that thought or ha- have your thoughts changed having seen them play in the past few matches no not really i mean it's like akar says it's such a difficult team to call because you when you ask the coach the two of the best coaches to talk to and mm-hmm. bar none is sabalaslo and manolo martins mm-hmm. those two are honest and they will give you this long winded answers which makes everything clear what they're trying to do but the fact of the matter is now sabal aslo very clearly said i am working with chante and rahim ali to improve separately working with them to improve their finishing and he gave examples of what he's trying to do to help their finishing and all and if they still don't do it in the game there is only so much he can do like the he is getting them to goal scoring positions now the last thing is to score now chante yesterday mr chance pulled up his shirt and there was something written on his Yeah, uh, in the shirt so inside. So I'm pretty yeah. sure he's waiting to score and then lift it up to show a message or something. Yeah. But you have even that motivation is not enough. I, I don't. <laughs> so how can you blame the coach? It's just uh, one of those things. That, I guess. Even that Elisabia mistake, it's just like those unpredictable things. Right. It just happens. And how often have you seen Harley Charan score a goal like that? Dude. So that's, that's constant in that. And Manolas came out and said, uh, "They we should sack me because I changed the uh, this thing formation and that's why we lost the previous game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And from there to come here and uh, beat what four one or whatever that scoreline was. Correct. Pretty impressive. Pretty Six impressive. Fan of both coaches, huh? Like very enjoyable press conferences. Super fun to watch, right? Uh, Shlok, CFC, and also Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Uh, the new year has seen them lo- lost to Goa. to one a goal that was scored in the probably the last kick of the match <laughs> they decided to score a goal because that that's what they've been doing in the past few matches sans one yeah i mean it's great of them to just come like i'll i'll be honest i have like this soft spot for hyderabad man just the way they're doing whatever they're doing this season yeah you are a uh, big akash mishra fan you understand for for what it's worth i like aradani more but um yeah it's 
it's it's one of those games where it's just like these little things click for you and you know for the opposition they don't you look like at the india the thailand show. afc uh, asian cup game yeah exactly exactly that was also for one dude like yeah click then unclick yeah then, then nothing clicked <laughs> x click should be a metric um <laughs> you i can you do something about it yeah 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 let's see um <laughs> So anyway it's like that Joao Victor goal Nazari goal all the all that kind of shit even the Kianese goal at the start it just like those don't go in that usually you know like usually the defense clears it out or whatever but Chennai unfortunately they conceded and then the last two goals they conceded because they're pushing forward after they got right. that one goal cuz gutty money just <laughs> <laughs> what can i say but, <laughs> there's nothing else gutty money what a player but I mean, it's great to see Hyderabad winning again. Great. I want them to make top four because they're very entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want two other teams in BFC and Goa to make top four. So that's the other reason. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's another factor motivating him not to see to see Hyderabad make the top four. But uh, one of the teams that you mentioned, Slow Goa, they have they've had a decent run so far, right? Uh, two wins, uh, two late uh, late goals in uh, against Jamshedpur and also Hyderabad. uh today unfortunately yeah. that happened but they did come back hmm. uh to draw 1-1 it was a late goal yeah. yeah um yeah yeah i i genuinely sometimes i don't know what what exactly is up with them like i'm thinking why do they score so late or you know what system are they going with this it just stumps me sometimes um i feel certain certain times there isn't enough, enough verticality in them meaning this is something a commentator said today um mm-hmm. everybody is coming too deep to get the ball and mm-hmm. when you usually have a midfield or advance up you know like say say there was a say there was a jahu in that team bedia would be playing higher up mm-hmm. and that way you are progressing through the defense in a better manner but then that's not happening they're just passing 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 behind the block and you know they're just not getting into those central areas as much I think that is one of Goa's issue because you can see that they have like that quality in them, you know, in possession and that efficiency and all. But it's just getting wasted in some way or the other. Um, I think it's just that they keep probing and finally a chance comes up for them and they manage to score. That's why it's late. There'll be times where they score early also. It's just going to average out later on. Well, Akash, uh, what is the end goal with this uh, Goa team for this season? At least in the ISL, yes, there is Champions League to look forward to. But in the ISL this season, where do you see them end, and how do you see them end? Well, they'll they'll probably make the playoff spots. They're good enough that way, probably because they have a striker that will likely finish top of the league. Uh, and it is very interesting that uh, whenever you think about Goa, you think uh, there is Angulo, and then who's next if he gets injured? there used yeah. to be nobody everybody would say tell me there's devendra and i would say can he can he come up with the goods and today he scored a header <laughs> and he did so it seems uh, goa have their backup indians uh, prepared well mm-hmm. but in general goa's the the problem with fernando is that he's coming from a very high benchmark i think lobera has set a very high benchmark i think like for like if you're mm-hmm. looking at replacing a jahu bhumu and a murtada fall it's it's close to impossible right mm-hmm. now and uh, anaguera isn't a isn't a bumu and edu bedia is not a jahu nowhere near um, and angulo even the most probably the most controversial take angulo is also not a koro 
Koro makes Koro used to be at the center of a lot of uh, build-up play. Uh, right. Used to used to actually make a lot of space and a lot of create a lot of chances for even a Manveer or a, or a or a Bumu to latch on to. And yeah. Angulo is not that player. Angulo is somebody who needs needs the build-up to be done, and he'd be the he'd be the last uh, touch of the move. Right. 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 I think like for like, we are expecting too much of Ferrando. It's just uh, it's just how Goa's six years have been with mm-hmm. Zico and Lobera. Uh, I think we should cut some slack to Ferrando, to be honest. And even their defense today, Bright just walked through their defense, starting with Princeton making no tackle. I think it was mm-hmm. Princeton, right? Princeton right. making no tackle, and then then your two two foreign centre backs just Correct. just folded. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a slightly difficult for Ferrando to get things moving, and we are expecting too much of Goa. But they'll still make the playoffs. I think my my our, our playoffs my playoffs bet is still the same same old big teams or whatever you want to call them. Well, the tried and tested top four. Yes. All right. Uh, what about you, Sandeep? Uh, how do you see this team uh, progress forward in this uh, this season? Uh, I tend to think along the same lines as Arthur's thought and expressed. But uh, it seems like, but one good thing is the character of that team is very good. Because when they face a, a problem, they don't fold. When they concede, they don't fold. They push and push, and that's there to see. Even today, after two minutes after they conceded, I think they scored. And uh, all those times, I mean, it takes uh, courage to keep going for that goal. When it's so easy that you might concede one more if you push for it. A lot of teams may be half-heartedly pushing and all. But they go for it. Even after they equalize, they don't sit back. It's not like, okay, we saved the game. It's a draw. No, they want to go and win the game. So, character-wise, very impressed with that team. Just a matter, can they can they put in the run together? If they win four games on the trot, right? They're safe. Hmm. Because everybody around them is equally inconsistent. Like, Jamshedpur looks like a decent team. But at some point, they're going to lose. The Northeast is slowly fading away now. Can they bounce back? We don't know. BFC, I don't think it will particularly bounce back after this. And Chennai is the lottery. Hyderabad also, they lost three in a row and now they've come back. Mm. So at some point, these things have to sort of even out. And I think they'll, with the quality they have, with uh, with a striker like Angulo, who provided he stays with, they'll be fine. They'll manage to get the goals that they need. Well, that about uh, FC Goa. But there's one more team that we need to discuss. Uh, Sandeep, one of your favorite teams, Kerala Blasters. They won a match against Hyderabad. A, t- a match that in which Vikuna was forced into a few changes because of the injuries that Kerala had. Uh, do you see things changing for them? No. So, <laughs> only because... I mean, I hope it does. They're not going to qualify for top four, I don't think. We don't have to be worried about that. Uh-huh. But... The fact that they changed a foreign striker who they paid so much money. Yeah, that teams. fellow came in with I don't know what. Because in Wellington he was not scoring. Yeah. But this is the power Are of social media and uh, dude, transfer market market value. Most valued player. How do you no man? Disrespect. <laughs> so the point is like this is what the clubs do, right? They will make it sound like every player is Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. But the point is, you have to look beyond that. Like the moment James Murray came into the uh, in the team instead of uh, Gary Hooper, 
Right. Suddenly they started playing much better in attack. There is movement in attack. The guy is laying things off. He even mm-hmm. scored a goal which is offside, but he is there and there about. Right. And they threw, chucked in a foreign, chucked out a foreign defender also and put an Indian guy. Mm-hmm. And suddenly mm-hmm. their defense was okay, except for the time when that he went to sleep and Jahu hit like a fifty-sixty yard ball. Yeah. <laughs> bounced over everybody's head. So. That was quality, man. Yeah, but you you can't get beaten by yeah, yeah, I mean, like that. Like this is. Yeah, ridiculous. yeah, yeah. It's That's the like start of the game. School. It's like, yeah. Yeah, like just hit the ball from the defense. Uh, one striker run behind everyone. So the basic premise is the centre back should be the guy who kicks. I the love that goal, man. I love that goal. <laughs> so they, to, be, to be to be fair to uh, uh, Kerala, Sandeep in in uh, in Chennai versus Mohan Bagan, you had Kotal on the right side, and uh-huh. just walked through from a goal kick. So these things can happen to even yeah, our. But, national team players it was really funny chante <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to miss in front of the goal dude boom yeah probably let like him go he's like ha to baat bhi what do you do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean kerala it doesn't look like i mean i don't blame the coach at all mm-hmm. because he has shown that he can do it in indian football right? it's absolutely down to the management because at Which some has point been the case for quite some years now Yeah, that's why I was telling Akers about the dream I had where I was the TD of uh, Kerala. <laughs> Correct. And then I woke up thinking, can't be worse than what's happening now. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's something that they have to deal with. Uh, yeah, I mean it's great to have a team like that, right? You have a great right. stadium, you have huge fan base, you have more, you have more followers on your social media than any other EPL team except the top four or five. Mm-hmm. That's the amount of reach this team has. All you need to do is get the team right and get yeah. them winning. But you were not. That's not happening. No. Yeah. Like for all non-footballing reasons, they're golden. But when it just comes to the pitch, it's just like <laughs> what the fuck. And like Mumbai just uh, walked around them. Like so much hitting, and they could have hit some six goals in the first half. I think. Yeah. And they, I think they're just fucking around in the end. Like you know, almost uh, like I'm not shooting today. To yeah. <laughs> like Sachin deciding I'm not hitting on the offside today, scoring the century. Yeah. He's no like I'm not shooting today. Feeling like assist today. Uh, <laughs> pass to all the random people in the world. Yeah, yeah. From good position, he's like, Dubin, come here. To go to the wing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean they were just fucking around in the end. They could have been much worse. Well, that about Kerala blasters, and that brings us to this episode, guys. It, it's been a fun talk, few interesting takes on where BFC could head and what we can expect from the ISL in the remainder of this. Okay, season. can I just say, ask this before we end this? Who do you yeah, think this... is from the pool of coaches that we know who is going to come into BFC? Because I saw an article; it said quite a few names. Mm-hmm. Can you send that to me? Like, I'll said, know said... I know more than two Indian coaches then. Sorry, that was I don't know how ESPN. This this is that article where which mentions Stephen Constantine, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a miracle unless unless yeah. you of Constantine and Sunil Chetri with the national. Yeah, unless Chetri decides to decides to retire. I don't see. Yeah, it. I mean that's a that's a very poor claim. But then doesn't the TD also kind of decide the coach? Yeah, but <laughs> he might not be on the pitch. <laughs> But like honestly, the whole thing is like to to play like Roka. Roka was there for two years. Mm-hmm. In one year, they finished fourth in the league. The second time, they smashed everyone. But like that's not BFC style of play. If at all anything, it's like three years of Ashley Wickford or two and a half years of Carles, which is the one that you're going with. 
this one year of roka and they actually played like you know expansive style football mm-hmm. very entertaining to watch the other time they were finished yeah, actually, league, it's, you know? it's very funny it's very funny that at, at at if you if you look at the two end points one at one one end point is at the starting point is a westwood which who was very prog- pra- pragmatic mm-hmm. the other end is roka who was very non prog pragmatic and he was very idealistic in his style of play and carles is somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. so it's it's neither of them worked out in the long term even westford was very very calculated like he would he would just say i'm happy with the point here mm-hmm. in this away because on an average these That's number of one yeah. a champion team wins these number of away points and i'm happy with the point here even at an isol or even at a small yeah. team he is so calculated in his ways and i think dfc are now a little spoiled by roka and uh, mm-hmm. even the first season of carles because their style of play was excellent then and maybe papered over by miku and uh, and all that uh, and even yes. agus but uh, yeah this this team is this club is looking to build on that let's it's see the chicago bulls see sorry chicago bulls yeah 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 i don't know anything about nba <laughs> it's a dynasty. Can, can you give us a give, give us a thirty second overview for the listeners? <laughs> so, like, um, they were they did well for like six seven yes. years, at, and then they just became shit. Like they were shit earlier, did well, and became shit again. Because Jordan was there at that time. Yeah, because Jordan was there. Yeah. Carrying on, the, carrying on the Jordan legacies now. And Kerr, yeah. But oh, this is the like, this is the this is something in the last dance the the series. Yeah, yeah. Ah, same. Yeah. That time was when Chicago was. Yeah, yeah. Ago. I went. I went fully watched that. I mean, like a couple of episodes only. I ran out of patience for all these documents. <laughs> yeah. There's just too many of them. Hmm. But let's just. Say, I I hope they go back to the pragmatic uh, Westwood style football. I used to mm-hmm. enjoy that more. Because Roka really, was like the active side in Indian football. I don't see like as many except for Northeast. Hmm. Yeah, this, yeah, I mean, covering Roka matches was damn fun, but sometimes it was uh, scary also, dude. Because yeah, it would be like uh, either you take it or we are taking it. So take two defenders off, put two strikers on. Well, damn entertaining, though. Well, uh, we started with BFC. We are ending with BFC. I hope that's a good note, a good omen for the club and for also for the show. Thanks a lot, guys, for joining in and listener. Thank, thank you for staying with us all through this while. Like always, you can follow us on all the social media platforms: be it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are everywhere, everywhere at Injury Time IND. Until we bring you the next episode of uh, this podcast, have a great time and enjoy the game.